Hey, and welcome back everyone to the Journey Beyond podcast, where we guide you through your personal journey towards lasting happiness with practical advice, straight to the point steps, and a lot of personal stories and experiences from my life and the life of the guests that I will be interviewing throughout this podcast. I'm your host, Tim, and today we are diving one step deeper than we have been in our first episode, where we tapped into the topic of authenticity, its importance when talking about mental health and lasting fulfillment and how you on a daily basis can cultivate a healthy level of authentic being for yourself. Today, we will tackle another significant pillar of the journey of authenticity, your identity. So let's start this exploration by asking ourselves the big question, who are we really? But before we get started in today's episode, I want to let you know, thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for being present. And I'm so proud of the person that you are becoming on a daily basis and the work that you're putting on on a daily basis. You are doing the work that is necessary for your own life and to be an example for those you love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, today we'll be diving into some cool thoughts from Carl Jung. As the title of this episode says, the unraveling the puzzle of identity, the Jungian way. Carl Jung was one of the, was a big deal Swiss psychiatrist who had some pretty deep and cool ideas about who we are and our journey and understanding ourselves. So, imagine we all have two sides, what we show to the world and what's hidden deep within, kind of like an iceberg. Most of us are aware of the tip of the iceberg, but there is so much more underneath the surface. This hidden part is filled with our unique experiences and also some deep-rooted universal symbols that are common to everyone, no matter where you're from. These symbols or these universal symbols that Carl Jung spoke about are often referred to as archetypes. Archetypes are like the shared themes or characters that appear across different cultures and throughout history. Think of them as universally understood symbols or patterns. For example, you have the hero. This is the central figure in many, many, many stories out there. Someone who embarks on a journey faces challenges, and transforms throughout the process. Think of characters such as King Arthur or Harry Potter or even Wonder Woman. Then we have the mother. This archetype represents nurturing, care, and fertility. It doesn't necessarily mean a literal mother, but rather the idea of motherhood and its universal qualities. Third symbol that we have that is quite common is the shadow. This represents the darker unknown side of ourselves that we might deny or hide from others. It's like the villain in many stories or the hidden urges we don't want to admit we have. The shadow is actually one archetype that I will be spending a lot of time on in future episodes because it has had a massive impact in my life when I was first diving through Jung's uh, Jung's works and books. Um, And I started identifying my own shadow. I started confronting my own shadow. And well, the rest you will find out in later episodes, but it was a great, great start of a beautiful life and actually the tipping point into my first big identity crisis. But more of this in future episodes. 
And then the fourth archetype that is quite known is the wise old man or woman. Think of figures like Yoda in Star Wars or Merlin in Arthurian legends. They offer guidance and wisdom to the hero. These are just a few examples, right? But Jung believed that these archetypes exist in what we called the collective unconscious, a shared memory bank of sorts that all humans tap into. Jung called, these pro, uh, Jung called the process of really understanding and uniting all of these parts of yourself individuation. It's like putting together a puzzle of yourself, the puzzle of identity. And no, it's not about being perfect or fitting into any type or kind of box that society sets out for us. It's about getting to know the real authentic you. Now, onto one of my favorite quotes from Carl Jung. The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. Wow, right? Jung wasn't only talking about your job title here or your Instagram followers or even the roles you play in your family or with friends. He meant that deep, genuine essence of you. The real deal. And understanding that, well, it's a journey, right? A journey that takes courage and a lot of self-exploration. Trial and error, trial and error over and over and over again. In a world where everyone's trying to fit in, Jung was like, nah, you go discover you first. So it's not about fitting in, but about understanding your unique essence. And trust me, diving deep into who you truly are, what's, that's the real adventure here. That's the real adventure of a lifetime. So some point on Jung's fascinating take on our inner worlds because he wrote uh, some entire books about the inner world or the inner um, awareness or the things that he realized through his dreams as he was dreaming as a little child. He, he, he was bullied quite a lot and he was a big outsider. So he spent a lot, of a lot of time introspectively in his own world and discovered all of these beautiful points that are already mentioned and that I'm just going to continue with right now. Because picking up from where we left off, about the adventure of truly understanding ourselves. There's more to this expedition than meets the eye. If you thought embracing your unique essence was profound, well then brace yourself, because Jung takes it even deeper. Ever considered the different layers and energies within you that shape this unique essence that we talked about? Well, Carl Jung did as I said, in his dreams. And he presents a captivating map to explore these, as he calls them, quote-unquote, inner landscapes. Number one, the conscious and the unconscious. Picture this. So you're on a boat and you see the surface of the water, clear and present right in front of you. That's your conscious mind, your thoughts, your feelings, and what you're tuned into right now as you're listening to this. But beneath the water lies a vast and mysterious ocean filled with hidden treasures and deep sea monsters. This is your unconscious mind, holding memories, secrets, desires, and even fears that you might not be even aware of. It's the unseen depth of your being. And then number two, the inner dance of the masculine and the feminine. 
Now, what we learned from the conscious and the unconscious, there are two worlds, right? So, but now let's add a little twist to this journey. Imagine that inside each of us, according to Jung, there is a dance happening between two powerful forces, the, he called anima and the animus. It's like the yin and the yang of your personality. So for all the guys out there listening right now, the anima, picture it like the secret song of your heart. It's like the feminine side of you, embracing your emotions, your intuition, and the qualities that society sometimes unfairly labels as feminine. So have you ever dreamt of a, like a powerful man, like a superhero or a woman, uh, or, or ever felt the surge of emotions that you can't quite explain? Well, that's your anima whispering. And for all the ladies out there, the animus is your inner warrior. It's the masculine part that stands for logic, strength, and those qualities that society might tag as male-centric. Air quotes. <laughs> if you ever feel a bold, assertive push, or you have dreams with dominant male or female figures, that's the animus making its presence felt. Jung believed that by tuning into these hidden aspects of ourselves, we unlock a fuller, more harmonious version of who we truly are. They are opposing forces, but complementary ones at the same time, adding a certain layer of depth and richness to our identities. Wow. I mean, that's a lot of input and that's a lot of information as of for now already. But are you guys ready for some practical intake? Because now that we've embarked on this incredible inner voyage, I think you want to hear a little bit, okay, so that's great that he discovered all of these things about the animus, the anima, the conscious, the unconscious. Um, and that's only like surface scratching because Carl Jung is, has definitely been a, per, a person in my life that made a big, big difference because he his books and his his knowledge or the way the information the way that he transformed information because I always deemed myself like a big dreamer. I always had super lucid dreams and very vivid dreams that felt actually too real to believe. And I had many, many episodes of those uh, happening multiple days in a row and multiple nights in a row. So I always thought to myself, okay, that's weird. I never thought that I was like the big dreamer, but every time I went to bed, I went to bed with a big smile because I was like, okay, now I'm heading on an adventure again. So when I read his book, Dreams, for the first time, I recognized a lot of um, a lot of uh, related factors between his life and my life. And I thought to myself, wow, I need to dive a little bit deeper into this. And I guess you know that feeling when you're really passionate about something and you're really interested into a new topic and you all just want to dig it in. Learning and digesting information happens much, 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 much faster, right? So these are actually the young inspired daily practices that I have prepared for you. And I've labeled them under embrace your true self. So here are actually five practical steps dictated by Jung on how you can, on what you can do on a daily basis to find out more about the real version of you that, as we talked in our last episode, the authentic version of you. Who are you at your core? And if you want to find more about that, then 
try to implement these morning and evening rituals into your day. Number one, morning reflection. Start your day with the first five to 10 minutes in quiet reflection. These are the most important five to 10 minutes of the entire day. Close your eyes, take deep breaths and ask yourself, who am I today? What emotions, dreams or thoughts surfaced while I was asleep? Why should you do this? Very simple, because this connects you to your unconscious thoughts from your dreams and the emotions that may not be immediate, immediately apparent in your waking life. So over time, you might actually notice patterns, reoccurring emotions and symbols. What I did every single morning, I started journaling whatever I dreamed about. So you know that feeling when you wake up, the f after the first 10 minutes after you being awake, your brain fully gets into that alpha state and you forget really easily what you've dreamt of. So take those first five to 10 minutes of your day and while you're still lying in bed, you have a best case, a journal right next to your bed, you take it out and you write down what you've dreamed about. Dreams are such powerful indicators and some even see them as like omens for you know, for your future and for your life. And to be honest, if, you, if you're a very creative person, you can have incredible dreams and you're going to be really excited to write them down and actually look after a week, two, or maybe even a month what you've dreamt about, right? So write in the first five to 10 minutes in quiet reflection, write down who am I today, what emotions, dreams, or thoughts surfaced while I was asleep. Number two, journaling the dance of the anima and the animus. Dedicate a section of your journal to note certain moments when you feel the presence of your anima or your animus. Was there a moment when you felt especially nurturing, when the anima was present, or particularly assertive, the animus? By acknowledging these moments, you become more attuned to these energies within you. You allow them for a more harmonious balance between them. Because if we're too much in one, we receive the, a big part of imbalance in our life. If you're too assertive, things shift into a certain direction and you become quite off taken. You become, I don't know, you become frustrated and your day doesn't go that well. If you become too nurturing and you get into this state of overgiven, but like selflessly overgiving to the point where you don't pay attention to how you feel in that moment, how you feel today and what you need, right? That the balance is not there either. So you gotta make sure to become aware of when you are using which side of you, when you're using the anima, the beautiful feminine side inside of you, and when you are turning into this, okay, I got to get some stuff done and I become very assertive animus way. Become aware of it and write it down so you get a bigger and better understanding about yourself. Number three, shadow work through meditation. This is a big step. And as I said, I will dive much deeper into shadow work in future episodes, but this can be a great start to get into it. Actually, when you're in a quiet space, visualize a safe environment around you. Close your eyes, take some deep breaths and visualize that you are, best case you are, visualize a safe environment around you. 
When you're in that quiet space and you are at a point of total relaxation, you've taken a couple of minutes to just deep belly breaths, breathing through your nose and breathe out through your mouth uh, while expanding your diaphragm in and out, you feel that you're slowly calming down. When you're in this space and when you feel totally comfortable and safe in your environment, I want you to invite your shadow those parts of you that you've denied or hidden to step forward. You can engage it by asking, what do you want to tell me? And try to listen without judgment. I know this sounds very woo-woo and weird because it seems like you're, you're developing the schizophrenic side, of, side inside of you and some of you might think, why should I speak to myself? Well, trust me, if you spend time with yourself and you start realizing that there's more to you than just the version of you that is thinking right now, but there's a version of you that is feeling, there's a version of you that has like this emotional emotional wounds stuck back in you, you realize that there's more to that one vessel of you, right? There is a side of you inside, deep inside, you can call it even a child, your inner child, um, that hasn't been hurt over the last couple of years, that has experienced some unforsaken hurt or frustration or that has been traumatized in one way or another, right? So what I want you to do is I want you to try to get in contact with this side of you by just simply asking the question to yourself in your safe environment, what do you want me, what do you want to tell me? And then just listen. It can happen very well that nothing will happen for the very first time that you do it, right? But it's a practice. So the more you practice it and the more you try to bring up these questions, answers will come. I promise you, answers will come in one form or another. Let it be through thought impulses. Let it be through sounds. Let it be through emotions that come up. It doesn't even need to be words. It can just be emotions suddenly surfacing and they're trying to give you a message. They try to give you an answer and you just have to listen without any judgment. This practice, although very intense, I can guarantee you, can be deeply revealing. It's about understanding and accepting the parts of you that you might be uncomfortable with and leading to greater self-awareness. That's a big one, by the way, and you should definitely prioritize this one in your day, maybe not daily, if it's too much for you, maybe every two days, every three days, that would be great. But spend time with you discovering your inner shadow, that side of you that has not been heard for so many years. Practical advice number four, nightly gratitude for growth. This is one of my favorites and I do it every single night. Before bed, list three things you learned about yourself today. It can be anything from recognizing a pattern in your behavior to a newfound appreciation for an aspect of your personality to simply things that you are grateful for today. I usually do this every morning and every evening where in the morning I thank life, I thank God for my presence here, I thank for my health, I thank you for waking up in a warm bed, knowing that other people out there are not, and I thank it for different things every single day, but it comes from the heart and I'm truly happy about this life that I'm living, so I want to give gratitude back to life. So by appreciating your journey to self-discovery, 
you reinforce your commitment to it and you recognize to a certain extent your own growth so that's important practice daily gratitude towards life because without it you would not be here and all of this around you would not be happening and number five engage with symbols pick a symbol a dream in it, image or a reoccurring thought or even an archetype as we've listed above and contemplate its meaning in your life maybe it's the hero journey that you're on right now or you're on this wise elder advice that you've received over the last couple of days from from someone that is very important to you or you're feeling yourself in a situation where you're taking care of a friend or family member who is in big grief right now and you're symbolizing the mother try to try to um, picture or try to identify which part or which archetype you are playing in your life right now because symbol symbols according to jung connect us to the collective unconscious. Engaging with them can provide insights into universal human experiences and your unique place within them. Wow. That was it again for today. And I hope that's you. And obviously, I want to thank all of you for tuning in today to the Journey Beyond podcast. And also, like I said last time, if today's episode brought you if only a little bit of value please don't forget to subscribe leave a like a review and share this podcast with a friend of yours that will need to hear this today because you know your support makes all the difference in the next episode we will continue our journey to authenticity by diving into the topic of identity and bringing our very first podcast guest on this epi or on this podcast itself. I'm super thrilled because Daniel and I, we go back a lot of years and he has been a, my personal co my personal transformation coach on my journey. He has helped me through the darkest of holes that I've been in in my life so far. And he's an incredible figure and such a sweet and kind-hearted guy with a lot of knowledge, a lot of extensive knowledge when it comes to the topic of identity because his speciality in his coaching is identity itself and how to build yourself from the ground up how to de-layer and then layer again the different parts that make you you so until then don't forget you are just perfect the way you are okay never forget that my dear dear friend my love goes out to you and see you in the next one